0: every even jellyfish like this guy drag is holy there are men with backbones of steel and hearts of flesh like this
1: the top female athletes are men USA Today gave the woman of the year award to a man the president said the bravest women he knows are men people who want to celebrate women's history month but don't even know how to define one cutting off your penis does not make you a woman cutting off your breast does not make you a man you were designed by an intelligent creator the enemy is a liar and it's time to tell the truth in the beginning
0: i guess i guess the 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 point is what type of man do you want to be now let's go straight to the scriptures go to kings first kings chapter 22 verse 8 Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men and said to them, shall I go to battle against Ramoth Gilead or shall I refrain? Then they said, go, go up for the Lord will give it into your hands. But Jehoshaphat said, is there another prophet of the Lord of whom we may acquire? And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, there is yet one man by whom we may acquire of the Lord, Micaiah, the son of Imlah. But I hate him for he never prophesies good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, let it not be so. So there was a problem. There was 400 men that was telling the king, uh, telling the king or the person who's going about, think as a general, hey, you go go, you go, you go go into God's hands. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna win the battle. You're gonna win the battle. And there was another prophet, 400 prophets that said good things about the battle. But there was a prophet that the king hated because every time that he had something to say to the king, it was always God's judgment. It's always God's righteous judgment now we have a tale of two types of men here we have tales of two types of men here we have the even jellyfish the soft the weak back the guy that says you know drag queen story hour is a good thing at least the kids are getting um reading in uh, or people like this guy here
1: who still wants to attend church after the way the church has treated the gay community? I'm telling you, they have more faith than I do. They have more faith than a lot of you. Gay men and women who grew up in church and the gay men and women who've come to faith in Christ as adults who want to participate in our church, oh my goodness. I know 1 Corinthians 6 and I know Leviticus and I know Romans 1. It's so interesting to talk about all that stuff, but just, oh my goodness, a gay man or woman who wants to worship their heavenly father and they still love God. We have some things to learn from a group of men and women who love Jesus that much and who want to worship with us. And I know the verses, I know the clobber passages, right?
0: What bro, what are you talking about, man? Look, there's a, there's a, a culture melting, spine melting machine going on. I have no idea what I was about to say there, but there's a culture of, uh, in the church that's bleeding into our culture about we have to blend in. We have to please man, We have to, we we have to, and the Bible says man pleasing is a snare is a actual snare. It's a trap because the Bible, because Jesus said, if they hated me, they will hate you and they will hate you. Why? Not because you're being a jerk, not because you could say the same words that the guy said about, you know, cutting off your penis doesn't make you a woman and cutting off your breasts doesn't make you a man. You can say it in an English accent. You can say it soft. You can say it in Elmo's voice. You can say it in any type of way you want to say it, but people will still think it's hateful. Why? Because it's speaking against the sin that they worship. They're speaking against the sin that they want to do. Once you speak against those sins, they don't want to hear it. They register it as hate. Why? Because they dislike. They hate the truth. Truth is hate to those who hate the truth. So you you have a choice, man. Do you want to be a jellyfish or do you want to have a backbone of steel and a heart? Of flesh. Now I'm telling you, there's two different pastors you want to be, two different type of man, two different overseers, two different uh, archetypes you could be in this world. And I'm giving you, uh I, got, I, saw, I gave you Andy Stanley, and now I'm giving you this guy here, Bodie Bach, and he's going to explain to you the the pull for evangelifishism. Sermon. Listen to me carefully. I love wife beaters. I have friends who beat their wives, okay? So don't hear me today bashing wife beaters just because I'm preaching from the tip. Now, you hear that and you go, huh? That's how every sermon on homosexuality, well not everyone, because I got some on the internet too, but that's how a large percentage of sermons on homosexuality start with a 15 minute apology and disclaimer for everything that's about to come after. And then you close by reiterating the disclaimer at the beginning. Why? Because the 11th commandment thou shalt be nice, which when you exegete the culture means thou shalt not be manly. The culture is is at a toxic war against masculinity. There is, it's a war It's poisoning the well of what it means to be a man, what it means to be a father, what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a young man searching for a wife, what it means to be a young man that's single. It is, it's, it's it's a, it's a war. And we as men have to understand me, we as Christian men have to understand this war and do the work of God. Learning your Bible, praying, and standing up for what is right, standing up for what is what is truthful. We don't we don't wanna be a evangelifish. We don't wanna be the guy that says that's going along just to get along, going along just because the culture says if you say something, if you say a drag queen is not a real woman. Obviously, but a drag king also is detrimental to the mindset and it's abuse to show that in front of children. If you tell the truth that transgender, you cannot, you cannot transform from one thing to another. You, it's impossible for a biological male to be a biological woman. It is impossible. And there's so many detransitioning men and women that realize that all they needed was someone to say, Hey, stop. And I'm going to be that voice to tell you that hey stop stop don't go that far with your sin because Satan is going to drop you off and when he drops you off you're going to be a man that's mutilated you're going to be a woman that's mutilated you will never be the man you will never be woman you will never be a man and man you will never be a woman that will not fulfill you but accepting your body for what it is accepting your penis for what it is and do not let a doctor mutilate it is <clears throat> love is love. God created you as a man and he wants you to walk that out as a man. No matter what the trauma in the past, you are not, <clears throat> you're not going to solve the trauma by mutilating and hurting yourself. You solve the trauma by submitting yourself to Christ. Now I'm be la- I'm going to be labeled as hateful and all the other stuff, but to people that hate truth, truth is hate. And I'm just telling you the truth. And I can say it in a, a small voice, I can say it in different ways, but those guys, Andy Stanley is the guys that that say the things he said are are not your your friends or they're not helping you. Look. That's the end. I just want you to know that there's two types of men you can be. There's two types of men you can be. You could be an evangelic fish or you can have a backbone of steel and a heart of flesh standing up for truth according to the will of God, according to the scriptures. And that's all I got to say about that, heroes. Until next time, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong out there. And we are out.